Yeah, good morning and welcome to Sky Sports Radio and Punters Post Mortem. A big thanks to our team for the winter edition the last couple of weeks. Of course, Chris Roots, Brad Davidson. We had uh, Dean Lester and Glenn Munsey joining us, but we've got the regular panel back together now for a big spring ahead. This is your standard Punters Post Mortem. Ron Duffersey, Dean Lester and Glenn Munsey and plenty of your calls on 13 13- 53-53. We've had some beauties in regards to calls over the last couple of weeks. Let's hope we can continue that momentum as the spring unfolds. And there was certainly a spring vibe in the air, wasn't there, on Saturday, especially there in Sydney and in Melbourne, and also this morning at the trials. We're not too far away from a Warwick Farm trial where we get to see a Cox Plate favourite go around, and that is Zaki, and we will take the audio of that trial and get some comments from our panel on the back side of it. But I'll say Good morning to Ron Doversy. Ron, you've had a, a, a couple of weeks. Oh, it's been a tough couple of weeks for you and your family, mate, um, in lockdown, but great that you get, get back to the track on Saturday, mate. Good morning. Yeah, and saw some lovely horses there as well. It's always exciting, Dave, when we get these uh, three-year-olds, early three-year-olds back on track to line them up and see who's returned. And Paul Laley made a statement there on Saturday. Um, yeah, I thought he was very, very good and and there's some, obviously there were some great runs behind him with the place getters there as well who had excuses. So, and to think, you know, we've still got, you know, stay inside who's trialled to come back and Animo. Um, I think there's some jump outs at, to Hawkesbury this morning. We've got some um, Artorias, the, the, the Melbourne horse. I think they've got jump outs at Melbourne today as well. Remark was great. Um, so we've still got some, some beauty four moves ahead. She trailed really nicely the other day. So all these three-year-olds, and by the time we get to this Golden Rose, it's going to be exciting. Yeah, it certainly will be. Dean Lester joins us from our Melbourne studio. Dino, welcome back for another spring on the regular punters post-mortem, mate. Uh, Duff just alluded to it. We get to see some nice horses returning. And I tell you what, there were some nice wins there on, on Saturday at headquarters at Flemington. Good morning. Yeah, it was a it was a good day of racing, Dave. Uh, or his star day, always a uh, little bit of spring in the air as uh, as it builds, and uh, a good inform uh, horse in the astrologist winning the Ori star. But uh, as Duff pointed, on, we've got official trials at Cranbourne this morning. We've seen a Blue Diamond winner in Artorias, an Oakley Plate winner in Portland Sky, Ayrton high up in the Golden Eagle, and a few other really nice horses stepping out. So uh, it's been an important morning, and of course we're looking forward to Zaki. Certainly are. Uh, Glenn Munsey joins us. Glenn, I've got to give you a wrap, mate. It's probably not the wrap you want, but uh, you were very adamant on our punters panel on Friday about a horse called Laughing and Crying, and there's already been a few texts about it. Uh, $51 it was. In fact, I think it was higher when you mentioned it on Friday. Now, you got nutted by a peach from James McDonald in that highway by Dream Runner, but I tell you what, plenty of punters here on the text line have followed you in each way, mate. Good morning to you. I hope you ended up on the right side of the ledger this weekend, or last weekend gone. Morning, Dave. Morning, Ron. Morning, Dean. And no, I didn't, Dave. Uh, only took forty-six, fifty-one, and sixty-one dollars about it, so it wasn't that much of a harrowing experience to uh, to get through. And uh, James McDonald, but uh, no, it's, you know, Dave, it's, it's it's a great game, the racing game. You could be, you know, you feel as though you're a hundred percent right, and you still do your money, uh, which is a great learning experience for anyone uh, here mm. at the moment. Although we have educated a group of punters. Uh, basically a generation of punters that if you get beat, you're not entitled to lose your money. I still can't work that out, really. Um, but no, no, I finished on the wrong side of the ledger, Dave. You know, you just, when you, you know, you're zigging instead of zagging, I, I had a look back at one of the places I bet on Saturday and uh, my last four bets with them ran second at $61, second at $16, second at $26 and second at $6.50. So uh, it's been a great day. 
Let's get uh, a quick look. We've got this trial coming up, as we mentioned. It was scheduled to go at nine past nine, but as always with the trials, they're just taking their top. Just a, a text on the text. I'm not across this dinner. Are those trials or those hit-outs today at Cranbourne, are they being telecast? Uh, yes, they are. Yep, they are. Yep. So people can... streamed. Yep. Perfect. So people can jump on the, the, the internet and, and have a look at those trials yep. of... Of those, ha- has any big guns been through already? That we yeah, should... the, the main ones have been through already. Artorius was in trial one. He was out the back. He just literally poked around and wasn't asked to do a lot. Portland Sky trialed really well in race in trial two. Of course, Oakley Plate winner and second to Master Crusader and a William Reed. So he's got good credentials. Ayrton covered a lot of ground in trial three. Finished midfield. Went uh, went to the line. Not tested by Jamie Carr. And uh, I think a horse that's a really promising horse uh, that ended up in Queensland uh, as a two-year-old for the Freedman's front man trial well in trial four. So, uh, you know, okay. they're the, probably the four main ones we've seen so far, and there's a few more through the morning. Very interesting. Just on Ayrton, before we get to the Zaki trial, if, um, have you heard any reports about a, a spring you know, campaign. I mean, is it the Golden Eagle? Is it is it an Epson? Could you see yep. Ayrton, you know, getting in an Epson and with a lightweight? Yeah, I think um, speaking with Michael Kent Jr. about this, that uh, you know they're using a little bit of history. Not that there's a lot of it with the Golden Eagle, but uh, I think both uh, winners have run through the Epson uh, with Colding and Colette. So uh, I think the Epson will be uh, first target, Golden Eagle second target, and uh, he'll probably have one run down here. Uh, maybe in the Paris Lane or one of those 1400s at Flemington leading into going up to Sydney. All right. Um, Just on this trial coming up, it's, um, the jockeys can't ride there this morning, so McDonald's obviously can't ride Dozaki this morning, so it's a big moment for Raphael Marcelli, who's riding Zaki this morning. Raphael Marcelli. I must admit, um, and Duff, obviously you being a, a rider, um, we see the tweets from Chris Waller and, and even speaking with other trainers, these track work riders and the way they have trialled these horses uh, over the last couple of weeks, um, they've been very wrapped, all the trainers. Yeah, I think it's great. I hope they're getting their fee, like a jockey's fee. Um, yeah, so I hope they're getting paid to, to what the jockeys do to ride them because they're doing the same job. And, um, yep, they're with these horses every day and they probably ride them work every day and uh, and there's some polished uh, horsemen and yeah. horse people amongst them. And just... Um, well, Ronnie, um, or, or go, it'd, go it'd, be interesting, it'd be interesting to know if, uh, if they... Well, you would think they would get it, be getting paid because I'm sure you're not getting a discount as an owner. Uh, no. In the cost <laughs> of the saying. barrier trial. So <laughs> that, that money's got to be going somewhere and it usually goes to the rider. Yeah, yep, I hope so. Just on that, because there's already a text here on that um, in in regards to these riders, if you can just briefly explain for partners out there that aren't sure, Duff, on, on the difference between, say, a jockey and a, and a rider, um, or one of these track work riders. Uh, look, some, most of them may, may, may have been through an apprenticeship or something and they've just put weight on or, and, you know, the, the weight's got the better of them, but they're still part of the industry and they're, they're part of the morning work. We've got lots of... Um, Heavyweight jockeys riding track work, your Justin Sheehan's, your Lenny Beasley's, and they're, they're still part of the game. Um, you know, they've just uh, they've just waited out of the game. So, um, and then you, then you got the other people that have just been track work riders, and they know their craft, and the trainers know what they they're capable of. And uh, you know, some are more experienced than others, and uh, these are the more experienced ones on show. 
Before this trial, let's go and have a look at uh, the Rosebud, um, Ronnie. Um, obviously, this Godolphin runner, very good. And I see a trim up too in the Everest market. Now, I know that's a big jump, but gee, there was some time um, that this horse has run. Uh, what did we make of, of the winner and, and also in the Congo and also Remark? Well, the winner was very good. You know, he, he paid the penalty, carried 59 in the Congo, had 53. And he only had one soft trial leading into the race. Um, the, uh, you, could, you could sense there was confidence in the camp um, with James and you know, both Jameses, James the Cummings and James McDonald. Um, so maybe we can touch on it after this trial, I think, because I think uh, the last one's moving in. Let's go to Warwick Farm, the trial of Zaki. Wisdom of water in the aquas jacket. We're ready now. Starter about to release them. And away they go. Prime Candidate was last out of the barriers and Private Eye and Wisdom of Water the first two out. Now Prime Candidate starting to show a bit of muster together with Bowery Breeze and Zaki will just trail the quartet. So it's a good go up front here. Wisdom of Water in the Aquas Jacket moves up together with Private Eye. Bowery Breeze and about a neck back on the inside to Prime Candidate. Zaki travelling nicely behind them and about two lengths off this quartet. Still very little covering them. Inside the way to out it's Prime Candidate. Bowery Breeze, Private Eye and Wisdom of Water and they put a gap of three lengths now under Zaki, into the straight, 300 metres to run, Prime Candidate, Bowery Breeze, Private Eye travels up well the outside and they got well clear from the rest, Prime Candidate Bowery Breeze and Private Eye is stretching the outside, Bowery Breeze Private Eye, Private Eye bobbed and got the money, Private Eye beat Bowery Breeze and Prime Candidate, Zaki warmed up at the end and Wisdom of Water just drifted out of it the closing stages. So that was the trial of the group enlisted horses there at Warwick Farm this morning. And uh, we saw Private Eye go around for Joe Pride, but more notably, we had Zaki go around there. And I'll come from a comment from both uh, Ronnie and Dino here. What did we make of that, Duff? Uh, Zaki's yeah. trial there. Yeah, Fast it was a pretty, on, just on face value. It, it looked, uh, you know, just, just fair, but. It's, it was a pretty quick heat. It was a pretty quick heat to the eye. And, uh, you know, obviously he's a 2,000-metre mile, 2,000-metre horse. So we won't judge him on one trial. That, that winner, he's, he's a real sleeper. He, the, the form around that Queensland Guineas mm. uh, that he won is outstanding, uh, where he beat Apache Chase that day. And he's an interesting horse. He's won six of nine, uh, private eye. And he, he, he could easily measure up into a, a – we're talking Epsoms before – uh, into an Epsom handicap type of horse. And if he gets a wet track, he grows another couple of legs. So he's he's very versatile, Private Eye. But back on Zaki, yep, that's just a tick over. Uh, start off trial for him after that uh, freshen. And uh, I wouldn't be putting too much into that. Dino? Yeah, I would be much the same. I thought uh, when he got in the straight line late, he stretched out okay, uh, Zaki. And uh, have catch weights meant anything more than... Uh, they did in that trial, Duff, because I, look, to be honest, I don't know those riders. They looked all different shapes and sizes to me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it could have been, you know, the, the, the jockey on the winner, Private Eye, looked a little light, a little light apprentice where yeah, uh, well, there was a few. That's Zach Waddick. He's apprenticed he's to Mark a... Newnham. Uh, he's ridden a winner at Nowra. He weighs about 45 kilos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And um, an interesting in a trial coming up, Nassim Dilmi will ride tapestries. 
uh, for the okay. Godolphin team there. And uh, I tell you what, this, you were talking about the jockeys in the past. A couple of blasts from the past there. Mark Hannibal right. yeah. will ride victims uh, for the Godolphin. Robbie Dolan. So Robbie Robbie has been injured. We had a, a caller a couple of weeks ago asking where mm. Robbie was. And he, he yep. made a return to track work and then... Um, uh, the injury sort of flared up again, but it's good to see uh, Robbie is riding at the trials this morning. Uh, Justin Sheehan's also yeah. there. Can't see Woody with a ride uh, this morning. I don't know <laughs> what's happened there, uh, but Brian Wood's been uh, very prominent at the trials there. He's been riding for Clary Connors and the like there, but uh, some other no riders... Call up Duff. Yeah. No, no, I'm available at, uh, what is it, 180, I don't know, what do they get paid, 180 a trial now, it was five yeah. bucks when I was riding. Yeah. You'd even cop paying the toll on the M5 to go in there, to right, you throw a leg over one and get 180, you'd burn the carpet to get that. Uh, uh, <laughs> I wish there was a 20-something trials, be a good earn. Just on, on Zaki boys, um... If punters were out there and they were mucking around and taking multis, would you be would you be diving into the four dollars a cox plate, Zaki? No, no, no. no. You, you know you're going to get four dollars on race day. Mm. Um, no, 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 no. I don't think so. That's uh, not for me. Dino, is there, is is that market going to flip on its head? I mean, do you? Oh, here you go. Is it? You know, do you think Zaki will be race day favourite? Uh, oh, well, I mean, who knows? Uh, I'd say. A very big chance he will be. Will he be, uh, you know, in in you know the league sort of price range? I wouldn't have thought so. So uh, no, I, I'm uh, happy to just sit and watch uh, the the spring unfold. Uh, actually, whilst that uh, trial was on, I, I just took a very quick call from Michael Kent uh, after that uh, trial with Ayrton, and uh, there might be a little chance he'll kick off in the the Memsey, but more than likely stick to the uh, running uh, in the. Uh, the Sofitel on uh, uh, mid September, and then up to Sydney for the Epsom, and the uh, and then into the Golden Eagle. Beautiful. Thank you very much for that, uh, Dino. All right, we're going to open the lines. Thirteen fifty three, fifty three is the open line number. So if you do have a question for our panel, you can get in contact with us. And I think Steve, we've got uh, someone there already. Anthony is on the line. G'day, Anthony. Good morning, boys. Can I ask you about two horses at the last at Flemington? Uh, Man came. Yep. It gave us a, gave us a Zaki. Well, I, know, I appreciate it's not the Doncaster. It's not the benchmark 84, but it gave, to me, my eye gave us a Zaki-style flashing light. And Canaan was a much improved run. He's, he's in his way back. Yeah, I'll... No, I'm, I'm thinking Canaan... I'm starting to think the Packer plate was the outlier in his form and the rest of his form's just pretty much the same. It was a pretty low-pressure race and... Yeah, he held his own, but Mankayan, you couldn't help but uh, be impressed with him. He ran eighth in a jump out leading in. It's the best eighth I've ever seen, and that's why I had him in the uh, the tips that day. I thought yeah, he could run a bit of a race, and uh, gee, he powered to the line. And yeah, looking forward to seeing how his spring unfolds. I, I don't know if he gets to the top level in the spring. I don't know if he might be. He looked to me, he looks like a horse that could get to Sydney for a Metropolitan, but uh, he's a. Uh, He's a very smart stayer in the making, and, and he showed that in Europe in his Northern Hemisphere form. Thanks, Dino. Gee, they can find a horse, can't they, in Australian bloodstock, Dino? They can, yeah. They've got their, uh, you know, the, the, their levels that they aim at, and uh, they, they, get it, uh, they get it right a lot, and, uh, and he's another one. Uh, you know, it's got to be, it was a benchmark race on Saturday, and he had 53 after the claim, so they set him up well to run, very well first start, but uh, he certainly did, and he ran through the line beautifully. 
We'll jump back uh, to Sydney here. Um, Duff, a few punters here wanting to know your thoughts on Mizzou, which comes out of that uh, that rosebud. I'm a big fan of the horse. I'm a big fan of the horse. He's, that wasn't his race on Saturday. He's still he's still raw and learning what it's all about and needs a bit of the race sense about him. But he's going to make it. I'm, I've got no doubt about it. He's a lovely horse. He's got presence, but he's just got a few little idiosyncrasies that he's got to work out, and he'll he'll make the grade for sure. He's a he, he's a really nice horse, so he'll improve off that whatever he did there on Saturday, and he's he's a real knockout chance going forward because I think there's upside with him. So you could go down the page there, you know, like I say, we, we, the, the the big three of the three place getters in the Congo held up at a vital stage and. Should have finished closer. Remark. We all see what we saw. What happened there, um, and I could even go right down. There's a there's a filly in this race called Chill, um, who's outclassed and outgraded here. But if she comes back a notch, she's not a bad filly, and she'll get better as the races get longer. Look, she was a 200 to one chance there, but she's by Vancouver. I like the way she trialed up coming into it, and I think she's got plenty to come later on. Okay. Uh- Question for all of you here. I mean, obviously, we saw Remark and we saw Tommy going for that uh, that gap and the gap just was, was, was shut. Do you think he, he would have beaten the Godolphin horse? Because the Godolphin horse has gone enormous, as we've as, as the clock tells us. Do we think that he would have won the race or that he, he would have obviously finished much closer? Would they have fought it out? Or do you think the Godolphin horse would have had his measure? Uh, it's all subjective, Um he, you could see what Tommy Berry was doing. He was riding, anticipating a run was going to appear, and he wanted to hit that run with momentum. Uh, but Karen shut the door uh, when he was two lengths behind, and all his momentum had, had come up. So he had to stop on him. And I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Everyone will have a different opinion here, but mm. I, I don't know whether he would have won or not because the winner just went so good, and he was in full flight and with momentum and. And and he 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 run time and he won by you know he still won by two and a half lengths so it's we could all sit back oh remark should have won that race because he was he was looking the winner when he sort of went urging him forward there at the six fifty uh, when he when he grabbed the bit and was um, looking good but the way that winter winner sprinted I don't know whether he would have honestly I don't, and I I backed remark and. You know, obviously, you're disappointed because you think, oh, maybe he, he should have won. But the more I look at it, I'm saying, well, I don't know whether he would have won. What about yourself, uh, Dino? I mean, Remark, obviously, unlucky there. Um, how do you assess your form when you're doing your notes? Yeah, well, it's a great conversation, Dave. I mean, you know, uh, the winner, Palili, has gone outstanding. Uh, Remark... Actually, you know, if you just want to break down the mathematics of it, Remark went quicker than him 800 to the 600, quicker than him 600 to the 400, and quicker than him 200 home. But from the 400 to the 200, uh, Palili went nearly you know, 1072 to 1116. So it just shows how much momentum he lost, and yet he picked up and still went home quicker again than Palili the last 200. So I think you've got to say that, you know, in my notes, I say he went as well as the winner. What about in the Congo then with those times, just to ask you about um, those sectional times? Yeah, well, he's the same. Uh, you know, losing momentum between the four and the 200 and picking up. Didn't pick up, obviously, as well as Remark did, uh, but still, yeah, very, very good. So, uh, yeah, I think, you know, a very high-quality race. Uh, uh, 
with you know Palili. Interesting duff that you know I think uh, you know James Cummings has proven that he's a great um, studier of, of history of his horses, and uh, we've seen you know through the kindergarten stakes in the recent his Halo Crown. Uh, won the kindergarten, went on to be a top three-year-old. Uh, Bivouac, two years ago, won the kindergarten, went on to be his gun sprinter. And this horse was the kindergarten winner in the autumn. Yeah, very much so. He's a, he's a real pattern man. And he's got a bloke here called Dominic Byrne. Yes. Uh, who'd study all that and, um, you know, chat to him about all those things. And, you know, Chris Waller's very similar as well. He's a pattern yeah. man. If he has luck with a program with... One one horse. He'll, if he got another nice horse, he'll try it again because it, it, it's a formula that, that that can work. So yeah, James is is very. It's worth looking at his patterns to, and what he mm. does with the horses as far as um, where he places them this time of year. His nice horses. What he's done with those uh, similar type horses in the past and the results he's had. And uh, it, you know, like I said, it's a it's a good, it's a big team, the Godolphin team, and they they work very closely together. And I just see and, and, and talking about Godolphin and how good they are to to the punter. To, this morning, I just watched a, tr- a jump out at they're, they're providing vision of a jump jump outs at Hawkesbury. They're where they got all their big guns um, yeah. trialing unofficially trialing this morning. I just saw Ice Bath win a trial. Uh, in a jump out, beating Cascadian, and then all the big jockeys are there because that's not a lockdown area. You got your McDonalds and Rachel Kings, and all the jockeys are at, at these jump outs, and and we're getting vision of that as well. Exactly right, um, Muns. To bring you into the conversation here, um, Golden Rose Market still Animo stay inside at four fifty. Was there any change uh, to any of these markets on the back of that? Considering that stat we heard on the punters panel that no winner of the Rosebud has ever gone on to win a Golden Rose. Yeah, but um, to throw another one in there for James McDonald, speaking to Chris Roots last night, there's another one there, a Stern, uh, won a kindergarten, and the the, the um, comparisons it's got with Hallowed Crown and Bivouac, which James was training at that stage, Hallowed Crown, Bivouac and a Stern all won a kindergarten, all went on to win a Golden Rose. So uh, you're looking at the, the Golden Rose market now, um, and you know is you know they've got an embarrassment of riches in a way. The the good often with their three year olds. Does Paul Lely become their sprinting three year old? Does Animo become their middle distance three year old? And you've got ingratiating there as well that we mentioned last week. Uh, so the Golden Rose market at the moment has got Animo and Stay Inside equal favourites at four fifty from Converge at eight. Then you've got Artorias and Remark eleven dollars, Captivant. Uh, halal and ingratiating and Paul Lely along with Sword of State all at $15. So um, speak once again, uh, Chris said to me last night, he, he must have spoken to James and said ingratiating looks like resuming in the vein. Okay. And what about the, the firm in the Tab Everest market for the well, that winner? Well, uh, that was on the back of you, Dave, I think more than anything else. Uh, well, well it, it's, it's something now that happens with every you know, good sprint race or whatever you want to look at. We've spoken about the horses in the Everest that are already locked in. And then where are the new, where is the new blood going to come from? Well, Godolphin have a slot. So, you know, as I said, if, if Animo is going to be, say, their middle, middle disc Caulfield Guineas 
uh, type horse there. You know what what's going to be their their sprinting three year old, and uh, he, he was he was a fifty one dollar chance straight after the race. Paul Ely. Well, he's a fifteen dollar chance now, not off any significant money. He's been averaged out at thirty one dollars since Saturday. The money that's gone on him. And, you know, he, he's sitting there now on the same line as a horse like Gitra, the same line as Animo. So um, it, it's a little bit like for like. There's a Godolphin runner, a Godolphin three-year-old. They're both $15 chances. Ingratiating, another three-year-old they got there is a $26 pop. And uh, they're actually um, shorter priced than their established um Sprinters, if you want to call them that, you know, trekking and the, and, and the horses like those that may have had their opportunity now we're, we're to win an Everest. Let's get to our next caller. Bob's on the line. Morning, Bob. Morning, guys. Um, I've just spotted what I think could be the next big name uh, free kilo apprentice. Uh, Leah Kilner has joined Rob Heathcote's stable in Brisbane. And in the last two weeks, she's ridden five winners for him. She's going good. Uh, she was obviously she's around Grafton area, wasn't she, uh, Mum? Uh, yeah, she's Glenn uh, Kilner's daughter from Grafton, yeah. and uh, you know she's uh, the advantage that she's got for Rob is she claims three kilos in town, and she's ridden a stack of winners. Thank you very much for that, Bob. No Bob, with his call, we'll take a break on punters post mortem. Uh, when we come back, we're going to jump into the Ori Star, and also we're going to have a look at the missile stakes uh, because. We saw saw colding up there sitting second, but the tail of the tape was a little bit different to what we expected. Back shortly. You're listening to Sky Sports Radio and Punters Postmortem. Yeah, you are across uh, New South Wales via our radio network or maybe you're listening via the Tab app across the country. Good morning to you. Ron Doversy, Glenn Munsey and Dean Lester, your panel this morning on Punters Postmortem. And if you've got any questions at all for the team, give us a call right now, 13 13- 5353 53 is the open line number. Duff, we'll come back to uh, Sydney. The missile stakes with the feature of the Group 2. And time after time, we continue to say the Ramorni throws up a nice horse. It throws up good form lines. And, well, that was the case. A big win for Michael Costa, too. Yeah, it was. He's training really well. He places his horses and he, he places his horses well. And he's got a good strike rate all in all. And he's really making a name for himself there on the Gold Coast now, Michael. And um, this horse is very underrated. Um, he, he's uh, last couple of preparations. He only gave him one run in the winter, uh, in June there. last. He had a year off after winning um, back in June 2020. And then his two runs back are great. He's uh, um, won at Doombin and then he went to Grafton straight to the Ramorni and did a great job there. And then he, he does this. He's a lovely horse. A uh, big, strong horse. Um, the market liked him, and the market got it right at $5.50 because it's, it was a big test for him. Uh, got all the breaks, run good time. Um, yeah, well, although he's a, a, a six-year-old, he's untapped. He's uh, only had 11 start, 12 starts now, so he he did a great job. Chats, two good runs from him now. For Seeker, we all know uh, she had the excuses of having a bleed there, so that's very un- unfortunate. Viridine, he's nor here nor there. He's, he, he only got beat a length, but he just needs another win. And Colding, a little flat, but I we've learnt not to uh, disrespect Chris Wallace was in, in their semi-finals, and um, you know, twelve hundred metres might be a little bit short for him these days. 
and uh, I think we will assess him next time. Um, probably is it the wing stakes he'll head to next? We had uh, Duff Brad Gray on Friday's punters panel just sort of suggesting that, you know, if, if Colding was to land in that position, which he did in the run, he would be, you know, he'd be having his life on. Were you a bit the same as they went down the side? Did you just think, well, you know, now that James has got across here, this is this is going to be very hard to hold out? Uh, no, I, I thought she'd, I thought for secret out sprint him. Okay. And, but um, he, yeah, like I said, he, he, he was... Probably the first horse beaten, but he, he was far from disgraced. He was less than a length and a half off him there, and at 1,200 metres at this stage of his career, it just uh, he just hasn't got that speed in his legs. So he's more 14 mile type, and I think we can judge him uh, after next time because he, he would have blew a few cobwebs out of there with mm. uh, that run on Saturday, considering that he'd just been cantering around in a couple of trials. And any word from Michael? I know that he wasn't there on Saturday, but was there any indication, any news to filter through on the where to for this horse now that yeah. um, he goes, what, good at the group two? Yeah, good question. I I don't know what, what he's thinking, but he's, like I said, he, he's obviously had injuries. He, he's, he's sound now, and he the last thing he'd probably want is another spell in the form that he's in. So there's got to be another crack at something, and I'd suggest that after Saturday, that'll have to be in Sydney. Yeah, exactly right. Dino, I might jump down here to Melbourne, the Ori Star, astrologist. Uh, gee, you'd love to have an astrologist in your stable or a, an ownership. He just seems to be a beauty. Uh, he is. Uh, he's uh, he's good anywhere, but uh, he just excels down the Flemington Strakers. I think he's such a big action horse, and it's a bit of a common thread with the, the Zoo Stars as well. They, they just fly down the Flemington Strait, and uh, he was very good. Uh, he's been better down the straight, but uh, you know, he, he got the job done on Saturday and uh, he's had a great preparation. I see the thing of aiming up at a Rupert Clark Stakes. I think I'd love to see him just go to the Bobby Lewis and maybe the Gill guy and maybe long-term aim at a new market. Just, just keep him to the straight because he, he just goes that bit better. A uh, bit of the usual suspects behind in Romancer and Too Good, Too Hard, Banquo. Uh, he just that's where he runs fourth or you know fifth. Uh, I thought the the better run in this race was like a staying horse like Secret Blaze uh, ran fifth. He's a you know good horse up to twenty five hundred meters. So uh, he's run very well second up too. It wasn't just fresh. And uh, regards Marie had been trialling really well going into that run and just didn't look as though the straight track suited him. Uh, I, I want to see him back around abandon up to 1,400, so I'm not giving up on a horse like Regards Murray winning a, a you know, probably a Group 2, Group 3 race this spring, and Azar, uh, he's a bit what like Banquo. Oh, yeah, in the bin for me. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've batted up for him for a long time, but and I thought the straight would really suit him. He trialled positively, but uh, gee, he didn't give a lot when uh, when the chips were down. They paid a lot for him, though, to, in that Shedwell um, sale, didn't they, D- Dino? Yeah, well, I think Duff, there was a bit of a thought he might have been going to go to Hong Kong initially, but uh, they've kept him a stallion. Leneva Park have got involved, and obviously he's a Corville Guineas runner-up, uh, but he's not a stakes winner, so he's he's got to try and elevate his uh, CV this spring, or he's, uh, he's probably in no man's land a bit. Yeah, what about he's... Order of Command, Dino? I think he's in your, um, your rubbish bin. I think he's just turned into a total wet tracker. Mums, that track was nearly a four by that stage of the day. And I'm, yeah, clutching at straws a bit, he's seven. But I think he needs, I think he needs a genuine soft track. 
Dino, just a text here too. Johnny get angry. Pass mark, um, first run back. Very rusty. Uh, he's not a he's not a speed horse by any means. So it was uh, he'd have been better in the fourteen hundred first up. But yeah, he got run off his feet right on the line. He was going okay. Uh, look, I think it'll be very hard for Johnny because he was a maiden going into the Derby. He'll get weighted as a Derby winner in the spring, so he'll have like fifty three in a Melbourne Cup, and he'll have more weight than you know, some you know horse like Dawn Patrol, who's a really high class Northern Hemisphere stayer. So. I think the bar will be very hard for Johnny in the spring, a bit like what we saw with uh, warned, uh, warning last spring. Line Terry's on the line. Morning, Terry. Good morning, Dave. Uh, how are you this fine morning? Very good, mate. What's on your good. mind? Oh, I just uh, had a quiet weekend, no grandchildren's sport, sat in the sun with the radio on, and, gee, I was impressed with the style and the standard of Phil Roberts calling the races here in Newcastle. Um, he, you know, very clear, precise. I heard him, I think he was at Scone during the week, and uh, uh, I really impressed by him. I don't know the man personally, and he reminds me of uh, the style of the late Jeff Marnie. Very clear, precise, gives you an idea where all the horses are in the race, and uh, let's hope uh, you continue him here every uh, Newcastle meeting, it'll be great. I'm very impressed with Phil. Terry, appreciate your call, mate. Um, it's good to give our race callers a wrap. It's amazing. I hope he gives you a good sling too. Yeah, it's amazing. We we get used to race callers these days calling for TV, and and sometimes you get in your radio and and, and listen to your radio in your car of the race calls, and mm. um, they're not the same. You you know, in the old days, you'd probably have to call for radio. You had, you had to get in, and people can't. Be be their eyes, and and it's a it's a it's a fine line, isn't there, between race callers calling for TV and and for calling for radio as well, as far as painting a picture. Exactly. Well, if, now, if you're gonna, watching um, it on the television, you're a frustrated race caller yourself because you exactly. know where, where the horse <laughs> is uh, that you're on, and if it's not called in that position. Uh, or whatever, you're you're critical of the race caller. Whereas, and when you when there wasn't television broadcast of races, the radio also the broadcaster had to paint a picture uh, for you. So there was a lot more theatre went into the the race calls. Uh, whereas now it's very clinical because there is so much more eyes on the actual vision. So you can't have that theatre. Unless and the only basically you can put that theatre into the calls at the finish, um, and that's why you know uh, a lot of the famous calls you, you you see winks and the light there. There's a comment as she's going to the line. There's there's no real sort of you know it's very cut and dried what's happened during the race until the finish. So yesterday, just asking uh, Tanya Thomas back there in the studio, uh, yesterday we on radio had Michael Costa on the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend and he said to uh, Ray and Bulldog that possibly the Wink Stakes next for that winner of the missile, uh, Fieberta, and then they'll just see how he pulls up over the next couple of days. And Annabelle Neesham's just uh, sent me a text. He'll trial again now Zaki in a fortnight and then definitely the tramway. So another trial in a fortnight, and then the tramway for Zaki as a kickoff point. Uh, we've got some more callers coming through on 13.53.53, so give us a call. Uh, right now, the lines are open. Duff, a lot of texts uh, here. I'll get a comment from all three of you. The first race in Sydney, obviously, we've read about it in the uh, the Stewards' report. Um, Brock Ryan, also in the paper yesterday, believes uh, 
probably should have gone closer with Diamonds and Stone. What do we do, um, in, more importantly, when assessing this race for form? Because we know that, obviously, Larkspur run is, is better than that. I mean, do we? how do we assess it from a price point of view next time? I don't know. She she got a real bee in a bonnet there, Larkspur run. Obviously, uh, when she got a dig in the ribs from a wider draw and got up outside them there, she, she just wanted to run on a little bit of fear. So she's a hard one because all of form had been on wet tracks and that was her first run on a dry track. So, yeah, I, I think well, you, she's one of these horses that we'll have to assess after next time because she uh, obviously... Run her race upside down there, that's for sure. But no fluke in the winner. Um, Hot Spring Gold, he, he obviously appreciated a bigger track there and the speed to suit. Black Bolt, the market, said he'd race better, and he did. And uh, Vianello had no luck when they when she was she was similar to Remark in a way. I mean, she was just war- warming into the race at the right time um, on the point of the turn there, and. Once she gathered her momentum, the the the, the room the well, the gaps closed. That's for sure. And she probably lost a, a couple of lengths there and should have finished a lot closer. Beautiful. Thank you very much for that, Duff. Uh, what about yourself, Dino? When you see these horses put in uh, bad runs, and maybe a comment on Diamonds and Stone because it was what uh, six fifty SP. So, I mean, do you? <laughs> How do you assess them when you're doing your notes? And, and then when they step out next time, do you give them a, a bit of an extra little leeway because of that incident we saw on uh, on Saturday? Yeah, I think you've got to. Uh, and the other thing is, you know, time of preparation and, and things, whether, you know, they're, if they're early in a campaign, they can regroup and things like that. So, you know, I'm, I'm uh, yeah, very much on the forgive side. The, the one, you know, the, the one thing I would say is I always take note of how far into a preparation they are. And Munns? Um, yeah, you've got to be forgiving. But the, the worry is that she was so keen. Um, and, you know, Rachel said in uh, in the stewards' uh, inquiry that she didn't, she wasn't overly uh, keen to, to ride it uh, as as hard and, and, and as forward because she thought that, you know, she, she raced well just tucking in behind at Canterbury the other day. So she didn't really think that was the right way to ride it. But you've got to ride to uh, the way Connections want you to ride and all, all that happened that the three of them just brought each other undone certainly did uh, we've got a caller on the line uh, who have we got there uh, Steve-O I think we've got Robert on the line morning Robert uh, good morning Glenn well I'm just making inquiries I've got $300 to uh, collect from my local uh, pub TAB I put I, I won the money about seven weeks ago someone told me the other day that you only got six weeks to collect a bit so how can you collect it if all the tabs are closed uh, well, quite easily. Have you got a tab account? Yeah. You got a mobile phone? Yeah. Scan Love the ticket on your phone. Go straight into your account. You don't have to go anywhere. But no, these, these, these are the tickets I actually put over the counter. Yeah, you, you can do it. Yeah. Get your phone. Get yeah. your phone. Get the tab app on your phone. Oh, I haven't go. got that, mate. I've just got an ordinary uh, phone. I'm not into that sort of stuff. So is it my money safe when the tab opens? You've got 12 months. You've got 12 months, have I? Yeah, That's 12 months. Your ticket's day, valid for 12 months. Someone told me 12 months. Someone the other who, day said who, six who weeks. Told you, so. Who told you it was six weeks? Go on, give him a spray. Who told you six weeks, Terry? Ah, uh, yeah, it's just a, a 
friend of mine, mate. <laughs> oh, he's just trying to stir you up. Yeah. In six weeks and one day, he was going to say, if you still got those tickets, mate, just give them to me. They're worth <laughs> yeah, nothing. Yeah, give them to yeah. Yeah. Then you've been handled. So I've got, I've got 12 months to scan them. Yeah, 12 months. Yeah, okay. Thanks, mate. I appreciate that. Bye. So any, anyone that that, that is, is there, um, on, the, on the Tab app, on your mobile phone, if you do have a ticket, go go to the home, goes to the home page there. Go to yep. account, which is on the far right hand end, and you can view your balance and look down, and it's got check and collect. Collect. Yep. Click on check check and collect, and it says tab would like to access your camera. You say okay, and then you get your your phone with the camera over the ticket. Scan the barcode. Bank crash wallop. The money is in your account. Mm. You learn something every day. I wouldn't have known that. Yeah, it's amazing. I'll tell you one other you're thing, too. To, I was going to say, you're back to winner. But. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, I'll tell you one other thing, and I don't know the setup with Tab, um, but as a punter, and I've got accounts with you know all bookmakers, but I, I think the one thing where Tab does, uh, does also win, and I know I'm on the payroll and probably biased, but you withdraw from Tab on a Saturday... At four thirty, if you've had a win, and that money will be in your account Saturday night. Um, it seems as though there's a lot of other places out there that make you wait twenty eight hours, forty, you know, twenty eight days. So you've just—that's one thing about tab. I don't know why with banking and Osco, right across the board, uh, and this is to all bookmakers, why that money can't be go straight back in the account, or at least a couple of hours on the same day. I mean, I can put money into account straight away, and that money can be taken. But uh, it seems to try and get that money back from some other places, it is uh, quite an extensive process. And I'm sure I'm not alone there um, with other punters out there. And I know they do that, and then you can all do the old cancel withdrawal and you spin it around again and all that sort of business. But I just, uh, I know with Tab, you can't cancel withdrawal with Tab, can you, Munns? Uh, I don't I think you can. It. No, you can't. No, I don't I'll, think you can. I'll, so no, if you no. withdraw, but in, just well, in terms I, of... I, would, I withdrew some money from a couple of accounts or probably, you know, five weeks ago. I don't think I backed a winner with either of them since. That's a, I, don't, I, I don't like that. I, I, like just, I know Ronnie's the complete opposite to me. He likes to uh, take his money out, but, uh, I, you know, a little bit of a superstition or whatever. And uh, I just leave it there and, you know, not, I'm not going crazy with it or anything like that, but, you know, uh, no. to each your own. No, I just and and I I just know that uh, as I said with Tab, you withdraw and that money will hit your account that quite often that night on a weekend too. So I don't know what system they've got at Tab. They've obviously got some big system uh, with the amount of money that get that gets pushed through it. But um, I just wish everyone would be like that. Next caller, Steve. Who have we got, mate? Mark. Good morning, Mark. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, boys. Um, a question for Duff out of Westfield. Um, I don't know if you watched any races at Doombin on Saturday, but there was a horse in that uh, restricted no metropolitan win race called Far Too Easy, which I've got a big opinion of, of the horse. Two wins up at Grafton were, were huge, and unfortunately, he drew barrier one, and I don't know whether that helped him miss the start, but he missed it really bad, something that he's never done. He's got brilliant gate speed, and I thought his run was, was enormous. And I was just wondering whether you watched the race, and what do you think as a smoky for a race like the Kosciuszko, because he's got something... And we didn't see it on Saturday because he missed the start. And I just want your opinion, please. 
Yeah, look, I wish I could give you an opinion, Mark, because, but I, I haven't sort of what I, I didn't see the run to tell you the truth. I haven't, uh, but I'll go back and have a look at it. Uh, that's for sure. So, um, no, I, I can't help you there, but uh, I'll trust your judgment. I'll have a look at it and um, see where we land. I, I, I must say, I, I didn't see it uh, live. Favour maker, you watch the runs at Grafton. He, he won a, big, a nice race up there where good horses have won, like Sincero and horses like that. So from the win that race at, at Grafton, and then taking up to up to up to Brisbane um, to run in that sort of race, I I just got a feeling he's, there's an X factor about him. So if you could watch that run at Grafton, you'll see what I mean. He won I, very impressively. He's a good he, horse. He, he'd been yeah. very very good at Grafton. He won over the Carnival there, but he, he, you know he, he put him through him right in the deep end on Saturday to go from a two-year-old race over the carnival, he threw him straight into a no-metropolitan win race in town, and his, his his race was over as soon as he missed the start. Correct, Glenn, but in the race, the odds-on favourite had only come off a, a maiden and a class one. So let's, see, let's look at it. He was a dollar eighty. So, you know, I mean, it wasn't a, you know, you win a class I, one and, uh, you know... Yeah, but you know, you, you do it, that told you that the race didn't have an enormous amount of depth. You're talking about so clever, the horse of John Moores, who'd won a maiden at the Gold Coast, a Class One midweek at Eagle Farm, and then ran second in a, a benchmark 72 in town, and and then he went straight into a no metropolitan win race as well. So they were both very very lightly raced. They had five starts between them for four wins and a second, and they were a dollar seventy five, four dollars fifty, and it was fifteen dollars bar. The rest of them, so you know, it told you that the, those horses that were, they were taking on um, had basically reached their level, albeit uh, they'd won a number of races and uh, they got in. Well, so clever had fifty-four, and so did far too easy. So, um, in one way, they were in the right race to give them the opportunity, but you know, it, it's still very, very difficult when you're jumping as, as much as that. Uh, put it this way, far too, I think far too easy went a whole lot better than what the favourite did. Exactly. I mean, I think it's so easy when he ran second last start when he missed the start. But it's just that I thought um, in that race uh, on Saturday, if you led, as it, you saw, obviously, when you saw the runner grafted, he had barrier 14 and he was across the fence within the first 150 and he won by four lengths. And on that day, he ran two seconds slower than Fibita did for the, on the well, Fibita was the, the day before in the morning. So it's just the X factor. I'm just looking at the point of view of potential and getting horses that the unknown, like um, all in Vancouver last year. We don't know how good he was. Unfortunately, he didn't. This is another horse. It's got that X factor about it. That's all. Oh, yeah, I, 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 I'd be following. I wouldn't be surprised. You know, maybe he goes to the paddock now. You know, that, that's his third run in uh, at his first preparation. Uh, maybe he just he, he might want to look after him now. From the Dornbach, it'll be interesting what he does. Thanks for the call, anyway, boys. Yeah, Champion, mate. Um, very, talking about very hard far too all. easy. Yeah, very hard for a, you know, just he's just turned three for a Kosciuszko. You know, like he's, it's going to be hard for him to get into a race like that. But he's obviously a talented horse. I see he races with bandages on. So, I think our might. friends in Hong Kong um, threw a lot of money at that uh, at him, but I think they've knocked it back. Yeah, well, obviously he's got he's got leg issues if he's racing in bandages. We've got uh, another Mark on the line. Morning, Mark. Yeah, morning, boys. Yeah, I can answer that question about that start. It's that horse kind of half rare as a as a uh, gate open and missed the three. Should have won. Would have been where the favourite was. Should have won. But anyway, hey, Mun, question for you first. Um, if you're telling people that cash and collect, whatever, or scan and collect on the tap, what, but but you can't withdraw your money then, can you? You got to you got to punt it. So if you've got 
1,200, you know, and you don't want to punt it, you can't take it out, can you? No, I think you can take it out, mate. It's not like a deposit with the old credit card where you've got to spin it around. If you put money in there, uh, no, you can... No, no, I've deposited with Airpods, mate, and I still had to um, punt the money. Yeah, but that's a deposit. That's not collecting that's, yeah, a winning yeah, ticket. That's not a scam. Yeah, oh, okay. That's not a scam. Right, yeah, no, yeah. I just wanted to cover that up. Okay. That's, yeah, yeah. We're, we're talking about people there that may, may have backed yeah, the winner before winning lockdown. Ticket. Like, not every tab is closed in, in yeah. New South Wales. There, there are no, no, true. Uh, tabs in certain areas a, closed because of the lockdown. Question for Dino. Dino, yes. I, did, I think our tourist train stroll this morning, mate. Did you, did you get a look at him? Yep, yep, we spoke about him earlier. He just uh, jogged around behind them. I'd imagine he'll have another trial before he uh, he goes to the races uh, in a, bit, uh, a couple of weeks' time. He's running in the McNeil on the 28th. So, uh, And just on those trials, Dave uh, Argentia, who's 1,000 Guineas favourite, just rolled around in a the trial then. And uh, it's only a field of four, but uh, she looked terrific back to the inside. Wasn't asked to do a lot, but she went beautifully. Ranching and he'll win the he'll win the guineas too. I reckon there's your double, Dino. Get on. Too easy. Fantastic. Thank you very much for your call, Mark. Left, right, and centre. Morgan's on the line now. Morning, Morgan. How's it going? How are you, mate? What's uh, what's on your mind? Um, you were talking about laughing and crying earlier. Uh, months months tips during the week. I missed that. But um, I've got a horse with with Richie Butler who trains laughing and crying and. Basically, I just wanted to ring up and give him a bit of a plug because he's an absolute one. He's a legend of a bloke, but he, I've got a, I've got a, you know, I own shares in in a in a horse with him. Not laughing, crying, but I spoke to him about it, and he just said it's it's one of the worst horses, <laughs> most difficult horses he's ever he's ever trained, and no one wanted to touch it, no one wanted to ride it. It's been through a heap of trainers, and um, he just he just turns really average horses into into you know well, way better ones than what they were when they came to him. And, and he, he doesn't really get the props that he deserves, I don't think. And um, he doesn't get the horses that he deserves. He, he gets the he gets the cast-offs that, um, you know, nobody wants. Nobody wants to train or, train or ride. And, and he, he's, he's, just a, he's just a great trainer. Good rap, mate. I hope you get some discount on the training fees for that too <laughs> um, in the next couple of months. But that's one good thing about these highways before we get to our next caller. And I know we've mentioned this before, Duff, but like, you know, there's an opportunity for Richard to come to town. Uh, what's he pick up? 18,400 for connections. I probably should have got more. Um, but, you know, he gets his name up at lights. And here we are talking about Richard and his team on a Monday morning. Yep, it's uh, that's what the, you know, these highways are all about. Everyone gets an opportunity if they've got the right grade of horse, so I know he nearly got a lovely result, uh, the 18,000 would have been, well Glenn might have got more out of it, but anyway Close to it Alright, next caller guys, I think we've got Craig on the line, morning Craig Yeah, morning boys, how are you? Very good mate, what's on your mind? Um, I rang last year and uh, and asked Dean if he could give me an early tip for the Melbourne Cup and uh, he, he mentioned Chabal Um and now that he's had the uh, gilding operation, is he still uh, fairly confident it'll go well in the Cup this year? Oh, it's another year on, but uh, he won on Saturday and it was a good starting point, wasn't it? Uh, look, I'm not sure. I, I'm thinking probably uh, you know, 2,500 as far as he wants, maybe, as we've learned a bit more about him. But, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's up early. He's going to run again in three weeks' time and then try and win his way into the cup through the Bart Cummings. So uh, we'll know more about him that day because he needs to win that to to even qualify. 
Um, you wanted to know what I liked last year in the Cup. I, I thought very elegant, like everybody else. That you know, Australia's one of Australia's best horses. Then you think he didn't run the, the distance, or, or you know, could he be still a chance this year? Oh, I thought she was enormous in last year's Cup. Uh, she was one of the few that made ground from the back. I thought she just had too much to do. So uh, no, she's. You know, I don't know if. Uh, they had tried that duff, but uh, if they, you know, off the Cox Plate had a go at the Melbourne Cup, a bit like Maccabi Diva, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say she can't run two mile. No, she'll get her fair share of weight, obviously, being the yeah. class she is. But um, yeah, who knows what they're thinking? And she, she was very good in the in the in the Cup last year. Beautiful. Now, this bloke was missing last week, and we nearly... Well, I've sent the choppers out. Um, so oh, wait, I'm, I'm, Extreme I'm, lockdown. Well, extreme lockdown for Kurt, who's now on the line. Morning, Kurt. Ah, morning, Dave, Dino, Munns and Ronald. Welcome back, Ronald. Welcome back. Yeah, thanks, Favourite Kurt. gets home, 10 o'clock. Uh, <laughs> I thought it'd be 9.50. Where were you last week, Kurt? Where were you last week? No, I put that one down to Gladys, mate. She gave all the eastern suburbs tradies two weeks off, and last Monday was my first day back, and I would have put about three days work into one day. And anyway, I had my, I couldn't even listen in. That's how busy Jeez. I was. But I had a mate. Jeez. I had a mate that listens every week, and he said, "Kurt, it's gone downhill." Someone rang in and said, "Ah." Uh, Gary Portelli needed a place to pee on the way to the races, and he's not allowed to get out of his car. Well, what's happening, Dave? It was worse it's, than uh, that. It, it was, yeah, what it was... Uh, what have I missed? Oh, mate, you missed it all last week. You missed it all <laughs> last week, Max Duff. took it to levels that we'd never heard. I wasn't expecting him to go down that path. Now, Kurt, what's caught your eye, mate? You've, you've no doubt, no doubt um, got something wait, for Ronnie wait, wait, and the boys. Ronald? Yes, Kurt. i tell you what, mate, I've got a bit of a problem here. As you know, you went on. Hang a on, break. not Balmain yeah, Max no. style. Come on, mate. We're not... <laughs> no, no, Ronnie, you're you went, right. You went on a break when they broke up for punters post mortem. Myself, Dino, and uh, Davo, we could break down this campaign, Ron. We went all the way through, except last week for me. So yeah. I've got a feeling you're gonna you're gonna nut this campaign, mate. Mate, I'm I'm fresh as a daisy. I'm ready. I'm ready to go, Kurt. I've, my black book list is uh, so long. Good on and you. Closer to your fighting weight with no Italian food now, this year. Now I've got to ask Kurt. Kurt, the world. <laughs> Kurt, Ron, it's so Kurt. Good to, in the fair income stakes, Ronnie. It's so good to hear your voice. I just want to give you one, Ron, in case you didn't see last week at the trials at Ellerslie. Aegon, yeah. Ronnie. Wow, what a he runs second. Cheers, Ron. And I'm pretty sure it's either men. Um, the Tarzino or the Memzi over here in Vic, and then the Golden Eagle, Ron, in his grand final. If you missed that last week at Ellerslie, Ron. Yeah, I, I, I did see it, and I, I don't think we've seen, we saw the best of him when he was here last time. And no. I think, I think we, I, I get where you're coming from. I think he, he bears a lot of respect, although we got some, boy, we got some lovely four-year-olds around. I keep saying three-year-olds with the Golden Rose, but the. The Golden Eagle is just shaping up so well also. And Ron, mm. just one other one while I was perving on the trials last week. She's not one of mine, but geez, I like the way she did it, mate. Every rose at, at Royal last Friday, she ran a third there. Far out, Ron. Yeah, look, she's not one of mine as well. Yeah. But um, look, Mark will place her in the right races. She's a, she's a nice mare. And uh, you know she's she's won only won a couple of races, but she's been chipping away at the top level, a good level, for a couple of preps now. Yep, yep. And do you know? Yes, Kurt. How are you, mate? Very well. Uh, you, you mentioned one of my favourite mares, mate, Lise Grisher. 
just if you didn't know, uh, Dino, she had a foal the other the other month or week now by Maurice. So waiting for it, uh, Dean. Well, that's exciting, Kurt. No, I didn't know that. Uh, so uh, by Morris out of Leicestershire, look out. And Dino, is it too early to say? Because I couldn't catch you last week, mate. The week before that, is it too early to say Parlophone could be back off that slashing second there at, in the Lightning? Oh, I think that was the race she was aimed up absolutely at, Kurt. That was her chance uh, to win another good race. I think it'll get harder for Parlophone from here. So uh, I think whether even you know, that was her nearly her swan song and she goes off to stud because she, she's a stakes winner and uh, another stakes placing, I don't know if she'll improve much off that. Hey, Kurt, Kurt, before you go, mate, um, yeah, mate. what do we do with Luncey's? Uh, I'm not penning that, please. If you think I'm penning that, do that at your own peril, mate. I couldn't touch him because I knew if I would, I would have gone life-saving job, but I couldn't cop the 1800 first up. So I stayed out and just watched. So wasn't don't drop off. His, wasn't pulling his tail either, by the way. Okay, all right. That's uh, good to know, mate. Well, good to, good to, good to know that you, everything's all right. We were worried about you, mate. We thought you, uh, you were cast. Dave, Dave, just two quick ones. <laughs> I want to share the wealth with this. On debut the other week, a horse for the Bob Peters Investments and uh, Alana and and um, Grant there. Fine romance on debut. He only debut, only first starter in the race there on a Saturday. Mate, should have won, just lost to a horse that won three in a row on the day, the horse that beat him in Searching Rocks. He'll be winning wherever he goes next there. And can I just say, how good is Rock and Rod Fuller back on Sky Sports Radio? <laughs> Kurt, there he goes. There he goes. I wonder what trade he does, um, Duff. He's a, uh, he's, he's a stonemason. Oh, he's a stonemason. Oh, yeah, he worked up three years in advance. He told us once before. I didn't, I didn't yeah. know that. There you go. Yeah, he's back on for by three years because he's watching races at you know, Vale <laughs> in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's out the back. He's. Um, I, I, I wonder if he's on the he's work site right now. I think he's been cutting a bit of silica uh, lately. Oh, I think he's seen a few dead in his time. Um, all right, boys. Horses to follow. Horses to follow. What are we? What are we following, Duff? Um, I like Love Planet. I was a little against him on yeah, Saturday, nice but he's a beautiful horse, mm. and he will improve with that experience there. Uh, Chill, I'd love to see Anthony take it to a midweek maiden. And King's Air in the last... He, this he, He's mature now, and uh, I thought he was pretty good. All right. Uh, what about yourself, Dino? What are we following? Uh, Ocean's 13 ran well first up for the Ma Eustace stable, and I heard Dave Eustace mention there's a race at Sandown coming up for her, so I like when trainers have already picked out their next run before their first up run, so uh, I'll be with her. She ran very well. Secret Blaze, as I mentioned, I thought Neori Star ran well, and we spoke of Mankayan earlier. He was uh, hard to miss in the last race. He's a very nice horse. So Ocean's 13, Secret Blaze, Mankayan. And Munns? Uh, out of the last hand spun was its first run back on a good track for quite a while and was interesting. James Cummings said that, nah, and Lizzie was the same, uh, just may just need another run. But uh, its dry track form is very, very good. Before Saturday was 10 starts on the dry for four wins and four placings. So uh, may just needed uh, that run on Saturday. And I know I put the head on the chopping block Saturday, Dave, with Riadini, but I'm going to stick with it. Yeah, okay. Um, Riadini goes. He's a sort of around. horse that needs to be needs to be there on speed, and uh, he just didn't get anywhere near the league there on Saturday. Uh, I'm prepared to uh, stick with him. 
Mate, uh, we'll talk to you uh, during the week. Duff, thanks for chiming back in. A big spring ahead. And Dino, stay safe there in Melbourne. Thanks, guys. See you, guys. Thanks, guys.